Welcome to SexPod, the sex positive podcast where nothing is off limits. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of SexPod, the sex positive podcast. My name's Lillian and I will be the host. A little bit about me, I'm 25 years old and I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland and most importantly, I am also studying to become a sexologist at the moment. I decided just over a year ago that I really wanted to take this seriously and do this as a career because I can see myself doing this for the rest of my life and loving every single day of work that I have. So about a year ago, I decided this because I really was interested in learning about my hormones and my reproductive system and how the mind and the body are connected. And this was due to finding out I had polycystic ovarian syndrome when I was 19 after suffering with a lot of pain and issues surrounding my period as I was growing up. And it wasn't until then that I got some answers. And since then, it's been really, really challenging navigating like my early teens and now my 20s with these reproductive issues. And for me personally, I associate sex with a lot of pain. Well, I did. I associated sex with pain and discomfort and anxiety because I was constantly trying to hide how I was feeling from boyfriends or sexual partners and always pretending like I was okay just so I was still desirable to the person I was having sex with because I knew from their perspective when I'm curled up in a ball you know pretty much crying after we have sex like why would they want to keep having sex with me and why would they enjoy themselves when this was the outcome so over the years I really have tried to hide it and act like I was fine and it all kind of came to a head last year I had tried about over the course of the probably the last seven to ten years I've tried four or five different contraceptive pills sometimes tried a few of them multiple times and last year I tried out the marina and long story short I had my period for four months straight on and off while I was trying to navigate a new relationship trying to have a sex life trying to be happy with this person and it was really challenging and I just had this moment where I was like I can't live like this anymore I can't live with this anxiety I can't live with feeling so disconnected from my body and feeling so disconnected from my sexuality as well so I just had this moment where I was like no I'm not doing this anymore I'm gonna learn everything I can about it and really do something about this so That's kind of what led me down the path of learning more about my sexuality and pleasure and taking that control back over my body. And it's been one of the best things I've ever done. And I can't even explain how much my mind has opened to all different kinds of loves and different relationships. And I'm really, really excited to have this podcast to hopefully open up your minds to what you think is acceptable or what you think is in inverted commas normal with love and relationships. So for me personally, I am a straight white cisgendered woman. So for me, my relationships have always been quite safe. I have felt safe expressing my sexuality and expressing my love. And that's because 
society deems, you know, straight white women as palatable. It's all you really see in mainstream pornography. It's what you see on the reality shows. It's what you see in movies. So I really want to acknowledge that I know how much privilege I hold and I want to be able to really open up conversations for all kinds of loves and all kinds of sexuality. And I just want to note that that is my experience. So if I'm talking about personal experiences or my opinions on things, that is kind of the lens I'm coming from. But I really want to challenge myself and challenge others to open themselves up. And I'm still learning and I really want to open my mind up even more to the different types of love and the different types of relationships. So that's something that I'm really aiming to do on this podcast is be a really inclusive space and also get all different kinds of people on to represent a lot more areas of sexuality and love that aren't represented in the mainstream media or maybe that not everyone's comfortable with. But I know when you hear people's stories and their reasons behind it and why they love it or why it makes them happy, I really know that you will feel exactly the same as I have over the past year of actively really trying to open my mind and look at sexuality and love in a different way. So that's something that I'm really, really looking forward to. And if you have any suggestions or anything in particular that you want to learn or something that you're scared to ask, even taboo topics, I'm really going to make an effort to make this a really, really inclusive podcast with a variety of different topics. I really want to push the boundaries of what you see in the mainstream. So I'm really looking forward to do that. Okay, so I need to set the scene right now where I am. I originally wanted to record at home, but I live in the loudest house in Australia, inside and out. So I drove up the road and I'm sitting in my car right now and it is so hot. It's definitely not winter anymore, but anything for the podcast. So what I really wanted to get into today, I want to talk about a different topic each week. Today, the topics to start the podcast off is nipplegasms. If you haven't gathered already, this is a nipple orgasm. So this could range as anything between like a tiny little twinge of pleasure to even a toe curling orgasm. Okay, this is everything you've ever wanted to know about nipplegasms. They can last longer, feel deeper, and can feel less intense, but more satisfyingly pleasurable. I've gone to a very reputable source, cosmopolitan.com. A little side story, I actually used to go on Cosmopolitan when I was a teenager all the time, like on the websites, or when I would Google little like sex things. Obviously, there was the sealed section in Dolly, but with Cosmopolitan, I would always go on to the online sites and look up little things that... I needed to know about sex or dating and I absolutely loved it. So I thought today I would bring it back and go back on to Cosmo. All right. So it says, I know what you're thinking and the answer is yes. It is absolutely possible to experience a nipple orgasm. And while I'm dropping info that you most certainly didn't learn in sex ed, tons of other orgasms exist too. See, vaginal, blended, anal and more. And I will get into these each week. But that's so true. Sex ed did not teach us much about pleasure at all. So this will be very interesting. Okay. The thing is that orgasms come in all different shapes and sizes. For some women, it takes a few seconds of clitoral stimulation to experience the tingling sensation between their legs. For others, it may take at least 30 minutes of foreplay, 10 minutes of penetration, and three minutes of help from a vibrating bullet. 
The point is the way one woman or all genders, Cosmo, come on, the way anyone, I'm going to say, experiences an orgasm may look a lot different to how you experience an orgasm. So back to nipples. In general, the nips are a highly erogenous zone for both men and women and non-binary. This means touch them, lick them, play with them and gives them and give them lots of attention. Even if you're not exactly experiencing an orgasm from any sort of nipple play, it's still very stimulating and can bend itself to another orgasm. Agreed. All right. So these are three different people who have experienced some sort of nipple orgasm. Person A. I was with my boyfriend and he had his hand over my shoulder while we were watching a movie. He started to really lightly play with my nipples over my shirt and I nearly came. After that, I experimented by myself. Person B. Through foreplay and experimentation with my first boyfriend. We were both very inexperienced at the time and neither of us had had previous sexual partners. So we were exploring each other's bodies. It was a case of, how does this feel and this... There was a build-up of pleasure. It was gradual, but quite powerful. So by the time I orgasmed, I wasn't too surprised. I was honestly quite pleased afterward, I bet. As far as I'm concerned, it's a brilliant thing. Just another way to achieve pleasure. And finally, person C. My partner was playing with my breasts far more gently than people normally would. The initial build-up was boring. His touch seemed too soft. I was about to make helpful suggestions. Then I realised I was about to have an orgasm. We were both shocked. How do your nipple orgasms compare to genital orgasms? What does it feel like? Person A. It lasts longer, feels somehow deeper, and for me can feel less intense, but more satisfyingly pleasurable. It can also take longer, which I think can help it be a stronger orgasm person B. The two do feel different. I don't think nipple orgasms last as long as genital orgasms and the wave of feeling I got from genital stimulation is not as pronounced. Nipple orgasms feel sharper and shorter I suppose. However, I do feel more sensitive in my genital area when I have a nipple orgasm. Person C. Very similar but with a glandular sensation in the breasts, almost like they're swollen. So I've jumped onto GlamourMag.com to finish this off and let you know how you could possibly have a nipplegasm. So it says, for starters, the advice I give in general applies equally well here. Don't strive for the orgasm, but rather enjoy the sensations along the way. Nonetheless, here are some suggestions for having more fun with your nipples. Number one, do Kegels while stimulating your nipples. Number two, get your head in the game. Number three, stimulate various parts of your body. Number four, and the final one, prioritize pleasure. And finally, don't forget to devote more time to pleasure, period. The more you play, the more likely you are to find your way to nipplegasm land. (laughs) I would love to be a part of nipplegasm land, and I'm going to make this my aim to become a citizen of nipplegasm land. Okay, I am putting out this challenge officially to anyone listening to this to try and even at least play around with it and open yourself up to this different type of pleasure. You can do it by yourself, you can do it with a partner or partners. This is really exciting. I am going to do my best and I will get back to you all on whether I become a citizen of... I can't even say it. Whether I become a citizen of nipplegasm land. Thank you for listening today. I'm really excited to keep bringing you more topics on sexuality, sex, love, and relationships. I've got some exciting episodes lined up, and I hope you all have a great week. 